XXXChurch.com presents Craig's Car Ride. Just me driving, talking to you about your questions, your thoughts. No fluff, no flair, no censors. Me talking straightforward about all the things we talk about here at Triple X Church. Download on iTunes or anywhere else people listen to podcasts. Welcome to Craig's Car Ride. It's early. Early in the morning. Just driving back from dropping the kids off at school. It's Tuesday, September 2nd. First day of school for us out here in California. That means summer is over. Hope everyone had a, had a great summer. I know uh, we did. Just celebrated 16 years with my wife, Jeanette. Went away for the weekend. Did some other fun things this summer. Now it's back to school. So all of you that are listening, that are in school, enjoy. Those of you that don't have to go to school, be thankful. Those of you that just uh, want to get rid of your kids for seven hours a day because they're driving you nuts all summer, you'll enjoy the first week of school. Then you'll miss your kids, maybe. Well, anyways, lots of stuff happening. Want to just give you a quick update run some things by and then I'm going to call my friend David Dean and talk to him but a couple things on the site we're really close to launching a brand new triple x shirt site we've been testing it uh, we've got the whole thing built we just have a slight problem we have about 13,000 pages of content on the old site so it's a big move to move things over we're hoping to get this to you guys really shortly got a lot of great new things on the site that I think you'll enjoy couple weeks away, I'm hoping, on that. If you haven't hit the site, the new format on the blogs, I think is going great. Brand new post that we just posted on the thought of bouncing your eyes. Uh, Stephen Luff wrote this one. Worth checking out. Love to know if you agree or disagree with the whole idea of bouncing your eyes. Uh, Randall's going to write a, a response to this and put that up on the site, I think, on Wednesday. I'd love to hear your thoughts. They're on Facebook, on Twitter, on the site uh, about this concept of bouncing your eyes. One other thing here, September 15th is the last day. If you are interested in winning a car, we gave away, well, we didn't. We have a publisher has decided to do this contest for Go Small Book, latest book that I wrote. Only thing we, we did for publicity-wise is if you buy the book, you get entered to win a car. Simple as that. The book's like 10 bucks on Amazon or on iTunes. Go to gosmallbook.com. If you're interested in buying the book, all you have to do is buy it, upload your receipt, and then you're entered to win a brand new smart car. The drawing is September 15th. So, you want a car, that's how you win the car. Other than that, we've got bunch of other things that are coming up on the site. If you haven't seen Fiverr Fridays, and if you haven't heard of Fiverr, it's a website. You can get anything you want for five bucks. Pretty much anything you want. So what we've done is we found just the dumbest, stupidest uh, videos that we've had made for five bucks. We're calling it Fiverr Fridays. We're not only spending five bucks on this, so that's pretty cheap for a video, but you'll see based on the videos that we're getting, the quality, the outrageousness, just a new thing we're doing. 
It's only on our social sites on Fridays. It's called Fiverr Fridays. That's the whole point of it. Just a fun little video. But if you haven't been on the site as well, we rolled out a video with Madison, an interview that I did with her, a former porn star. She has a brand new book that came out. That video is on the site. Pretty powerful story about her journey into the porn industry and getting out of the porn industry. So check that out. Lots of stuff. Make sure you follow us on all our social sites and hit the site. Lots of stuff on the site that you want to see. So hey, my friend David Dean, lots of stuff that, that David and I have done together. We wrote the book Touchy Subjects. Uh, David does a lot of porn and pancakes events with us. He's a huge football fan, plays in my fantasy football league. Uh, he didn't do too well last year. I won the league if, if you guys haven't heard that. But um, David lives in Indiana. He's going to be coming out here shortly to, to California for a few things. But he also is, uh, we have this open video that we did with him. So I'll make sure on the site we link to the open video, Touchy Subjects. David just celebrated his 49th birthday. So I'm going to give him a call from in Huntington, Indiana. David Dean here. That's good. That's real good. Took you long enough to answer the phone. I like to do um, different voices when I answer the phone. That's good. Hey, the butler. this is Craig, and uh, you knew that because you saw my caller ID. I'm just ticked off that I'm going to be with you in about a week, and the 4-H fair in Indiana is happening right now. So I, I missed that? You did. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you can't smell it from there. We had dinner there last night. And is this, is this considered a paradox that we were eating pork chops and looking at the pig barn at the same time? Were they deep fried pork chops? No, no, it's, it's on a griddle, but it's just, it's so weird to think that you're looking at what you're eating. It's just, it's unnerving. There's times you don't want to know or see what the, creature looked like when it was alive and then it sacrifices its life and then you eat it um, you know if i don't see it i don't have a problem with it but if i'm at the fair eating pork sandwich and i'm looking at the pig in the eye then you start having guilt like is that family or is that you know it's mom that's what the 4-h fair is about it's just it's a midwest thing for all you Midwest listeners, uh, yeah, we, we have no idea, unless you've experienced one. Uh, I've been there one time, and it just reminded me of a fair without rides in towns that you really have nothing else going on in. And, and there's, there's a thousand booths there. People are advertising their business. And there's all kinds of food, and everything is deep fried. If you can't deep fry it, they don't sell it. All right. I tweeted, I tweeted last night. This fair has everything but um, tofu and hummus and anything healthy. Everything's deep fried. I would have expected a funnier tweet like that coming from a at David Dean comedy. <laughs> What's well, not funny to you because you love that kind of food? Uh, okay. Well, hey, I don't have much time, so let's just get to it. Got a couple questions for you now that I'm calling you. There's a video on our site right now. I think you're episode 10. 
um, with David Dean, open 24 seven. Remember we caught up at a, a diner in San Diego? Pretty much so. I was, I was like your third option. I do remember that. Yeah, you were. Somebody didn't show, which um, then you were there and I was like, oh, okay, I mean, we've already paid these guys. Might as well talk to you. So um, what can people expect if they actually go watch the 15 minute interview? Definitely not an NFL player because you had two that backed out and I was like your third option. So you are an NFL fan of a team. I'm an NFL fan, but it, when you were doing the interview, it's like you were bored. <laughs> like you were disappointed because I wasn't an NFL player, like your first and second option. So, uh, well, here's David. He plays fantasy football. He does. He doesn't play it well because. But wait, who won the league last year? Hey, could uh, wait? I forgot. Can we just have who won the league last year? I don't remember. Huh. I do because I'm sitting on two hundred dollars, so I am the champion. Anyways, no, I wasn't bored. And you know what? The guys that edit the open videos, they said it's one of their favorite ones. Most of the well, open videos aren't funny, so you did bring an element of humor. You did play a good job as a backup, and we've had a backup quarterback on before, which. Josh McCown is now a starting quarterback. So good things happen, David, when you fill in. I think the uh, interview's good. We talked about your kids. We talked about sex. We talked about, I don't know, what else? Football. Lots of stuff on there. If people haven't watched it, you know, David, I'm going to send you a link because you probably haven't watched it. I, yeah, it's, it's two guys sitting in a diner that are friends. It's, it's, um, it's a little bit of voyeurism. It's almost like you're inviting your your friends and followers to come alongside and sit in the booth with us as we talk about uh, our wives, our kids. Yeah. How much we love them. How much we probably drive them crazy. Um, it, it was, yeah, it was good therapy. Well, that's good. Hey, when you watch the video, David, and the rest of you that actually watch this, I, I normally do a sit-down interview. We just hit record, and then we uh, we do the uh, intro after the interview where I just kind of say, hey, today I'm going to have my friend David Dean on. So I found out that actually that intro was bad. It had no audio. So I had to re-record an intro. So I actually look different because I have a new haircut, which isn't surprising. But uh, just for your sake, David, I filmed that intro for years. The first one that we filmed in an actual bathroom. <laughs> hey, I'd like to be your first guest where we do an open interview in the bathroom. Would that be fun? No. Uh, so Behind a stall? It, no, no, it wouldn't. So, hey, I, I, I'm just going to keep firing off some questions. Uh, hey, David, if you guys don't know, does comedy around the world. We talk about that. But uh, he also uh, sees movies, all of them, every movie. David, best movie of the summer so far? Planet of the Apes. Gosh, you were quick on that one. No hesitation? Worst movie of the summer? Uh, Transformers. Oh, that's going to... Hey, I thought after eight hours of Transformers, um, I mean, gosh, I felt like just the most unproductive day of my life because I was at the movies for eight hours. It's a, it's a marathon movie. It's long. It's loud. Um, it's Mark Wahlberg with dialogue like this. That's my daughter! And look out! And I think his most probably the most pivotal part of the film is when he yelled, 
struggle works. And, and then you back that up with lots of explosions. Huh. Hey, the best part about that movie for me, I we Nolan and I went, and we actually went to the recliner seat one, you know, with the blanket, because oh, yeah. I was like, if I'm in for four hours, might as well get a good nap and some, uh, you know... But yeah, I thought I th I would agree. I think Planet of the Apes, fault in my, the fault in your stars, or fault in my eyes and my stars. Did you see that one? Uh, that was up there with the Notebook. David, don't want to admit that you liked it, but David, did you cry? Uh, I yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't Brian's song. Um, I yeah, I mean, I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, hey, and then the best uh, best movie you're looking forward to. Because there was a lot of good previews in Planet of the Apes and Transformers. What's what's what one stuck out? Can I just can I just confess this is going to sound terrible because you're the you're the porn pastor, but I'm secretly in love with Scarlett Johansson. Okay, secretly. She's got she's got one coming this weekend. It's uh, I think it's called Lucy, and the premise looks a little goofy, but yeah, if she would read the phone book, I'd pay fifty dollars to sit in the front row just to watch that. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, well, no, not to bother you. Uh, no. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Actually, hey, Unbroken. I think it comes out on Christmas. That looks great. It does look good. So, um, a, a, a secret, another secret indulgence. Um, I hate to say this because this could lower your IQ just by me saying this, but uh, I'm kind of a fan of those goofy expendable movies. Oh, I gotta hang up right now. It's just, I know, well, hang on here. Wait, it's August 15th. It's, it's all men that are like 65 to 75, but they're still cut like a rock and they can move and run. That's, that's, that's inspiring. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Expendables 2 was so bad. I, I, no, oh, I you, oh, oh, I saw it by myself. Oh, it was I awful. I have to go in and just suspend disbelief and just. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't even said that. All right. You shouldn't. But hey, one more thing. Uh, football season. Well, two more things. Football season. You're a diehard Chicago Bears fan. I like the Packers. Um, hey, is this your fantasy outlook this year is not going to be good or your, your team, Chicago Chicago Bears, you, you actually honestly think they got what it takes? Yes. You're so full of crap. Yeah. They, they have what it takes. Hey, go ahead and draft Brandon Marshall and, and A.J. Jeffrey. Yeah, because with Cutler throwing on the ball this year, they're not going to get... Go ahead and draft them in the first round. See what happens. Well, they, they did, in case you have forgotten already, but they did have the highest uh, producing offense in the history of the Chicago Bears last season. Um, but that quarterback is gone, and so good luck with your new, uh, you know, the guy that you paid all your money. They, they've shored up the defense. Uh -huh. They picked up another receiver, another offensive lineman. Cutler will be protected. Uh -huh, uh -huh. The defense will hold teams. I think, uh, I think um, January, I'm going to bring this conversation up to you. I'm going to call you back. I'm going to do my own show. It's called Eat Crap and Say You're Sorry, and it's a new podcast. I'll be running. It's just going to be one show, just you and I, and I'll have you apologize, and I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. They won't win the division, and you and your son will not make it to the playoffs in our fantasy football. 
So those are my predictions. Packers win the division. Alex Dean and David Dean do not make the the playoffs in our fantasy league. That is my prediction. And uh, the only thing you and I have in common when it comes to football is we are big, big fans of uh, Josh McCown. And I have heard two ESPN analysts be asked this question, who is your surprise team of the season? Two different shows, two different respected analysts, both said the surprise team of the year will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. I'm going to try and pick up Mike Evans on the, and Josh on my fantasy team, along with Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, anyways, that's football. We love football. Dave and I hit a lot of games during the year. And, uh, yes, Chicago-Tampa game in November. I'm inviting myself right now. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a good one. Let's just hope November there's... 23rd. Let's just hope there's no hurricane or whatever we had last time. So... Last question. We wrote this book. Uh, it was called Touchy Subjects. Um, what do you have to say about that? And the response has been, people are like, thank you. We needed this. We didn't know how to do it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, hey, and, you know, talking a lot about books on this first episode. But Touchy Subjects, we released it uh, a couple months ago. We're going to record the uh, audio here after the 4-H fair when I see you next week. But um, touchysubjects.net, it's a book for parents on how to talk to your kids about all things that you really, most parents don't want to talk to their kids about, but we found great things happen when you do. So anyways, David, you need your own podcast about uh, movies. Since you do see every movie that comes out, I think you need to uh, start your own podcast about movies uh, rather than your football predictions. Um, just remember, I still get your X3 Watch accountability report, so if there are multiple searches for Scarlett Johansson, um, I'm going to be sending that pig from the 4-H fair over to your house. Guilty as charged. <laughs> I'll see you next week for Fantasy Football Draft. Hey, goodbye, it's Scarlett Johansson voice. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> goodbye. Well, hey, never a dull moment with my friend David Dean. Check him out, daviddeancomedy.com, and check out the brand new video with David Dean on Open 24-7. If you haven't watched those videos on the site, man, they're worth watching. Um, from the first one with my wife uh, to Josh McCown to uh, Jamie Turkowski, uh, just a number of great interviews on the site. Watch those. They're definitely worth watching. Last thing I want to share with you guys, and hey, every week on this podcast well not every week every other week is when we're going to do this we're going to be jumping into some of the conversations that are actually happening on our site i'm going to take your questions i'm going to hear from you what you want to know try and answer some of those things uh that's what we're doing here simple listen to it share it with your friends if it helps you great if it doesn't help you well hey there's plenty of other podcasts that don't help you at all and there's some that do Hope you like it. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, today marks an exciting day for me. Wherever books are sold, you can buy it at gosmallbook.com. You can buy it online. You can get the Kindle version. That, you know, you can get it in iTunes. You guys know how to buy books. So, anyways, I, I hope you check it out. It's not about porn. It's not about really anything we do here at Triple X Church. But let me tell you about it because uh, I've learned a lot in this last year or so. Gone through a lot of different things in my life. Never thought I'd write a book about this, but hey, stranger things happen. And 
Like I said, I'm excited about it. It comes out today. A couple things you ought to know. Even if you could care less about the book, it'll cost you 10 bucks if you buy the uh, digital versions. All you have to do is buy it, upload your receipt to gosmall.com, gosmallbook.com. You'll be entered to win a car. And let me tell you, like, writing books is fun. Trying to sell books, maybe not so fun. So I went to the marketing team at Thomas Nelson, and I just said, hey, guys, what were you planning on doing? And they gave me a list of ideas and things that they're going to do to sell the book. And I don't know. I wasn't that impressed. So I just said, hey, what about this? I wrote this book about going small. What about if we just really don't do anything? Instead of trying to, I don't know, drum up all this press and do this, what about if we just spent all the money that you had, buy a car, give it away? I don't know if it will work, but I don't know. That commercial at the end of the Super Bowl, they gave away a million and a half dollars for a bunch of people tweeting. Don't know if it worked for them. Don't know if it will work, but it's pretty cool. The smallest car in America is called the Smart Car. It's blue. It looks like the book. Brand new. It's actually made by Mercedes-Benz. Um, side note, it doesn't really drive like a Mercedes-Benz, but it's still cool and it's free. All you have to do, buy the book, upload your receipt, you're entered to win. It's that easy. Now, up until September 15th, then we'll draw a winner. But hey, if you really want to know what the book's about, here's kind of the backstory about going small and why I wrote it. Back about a year ago, I uh, I just, 37 years old, I felt like never had any health problems really in my life. It was the start of the summer. I was actually in Amarillo, Texas, uh, speaking for Triple X Church. And my buddy Dave Vahey was with me in the hotel room and I felt like I was like my head exploded and I said call 911 I gotta go to the hospital long story short they did a bunch of tests I ended up speaking in the morning I got out of the hospital by about 4 30. well that same thing continued to happen and I was in Phoenix I was in Las Vegas I was in Chicago I was in San Diego and I spent many nights at hospitals I Spent many days getting tests done, and everybody was coming back telling me I was fine. In the middle of that, I was supposed to write this new book. I had no idea what I was going to write about, what, you know, what even to write. I wasn't even feeling good enough to be able to even open my computer most days, let alone try and think of a book. And my friend Adam Palmer, he's written every book with me. He edits and writes a lot for Triple X Church. I said, Adam, man, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you want to write about? And he's like, what do you mean? I just said, I don't think I got any in me. I, I, I don't know what to do. And he said, I had this idea about God rejoicing in the small things. I know you like big things, Craig, but you know, I'm a ghostwriter. I'm a editor. I do a lot of things behind the scenes. And I don't know. I think. I think there's something here. I said, great, we'll write this book if they go for it, and it will be for people that aren't like me. I was thinking of my wife. She doesn't like the spotlight. She doesn't like the big things, but she does a lot of small things, and man, it would be for her. And so we start writing this book, and throughout this whole experience, I'm not feeling well. I'm not 
even I would say even that excited about this because this book doesn't relate to people like me. And I'll say that in this like, you know, I'm awesome sort of way. It's I like big things. I like, you know, I, we live in a world that says go big or go home. And, you know, I, I like things that bring attention. I like things that, you know, are going to change the world. And what I realized is you start looking at Jesus's life. He he did a lot of things that never would make the news. He did a lot of things that never drew attention even to himself, but they changed the world. He spent most of his days with just 12 people instead of 1,200 people, and those people changed the world. So we started embarking on this kind of thing called Go Small. What would it look like if we chased after and rejoiced in the small, everyday, mundane things that we do each day that Sometimes when we're so focused on the big, we overlook the small things. For instance, I was doing a, a interview one day for ABC News, and I was running around town. A buddy with Guido was with me, and uh, a friend from Nashville, and we're doing all this stuff, and 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 you know, it was a fun day. And he says, you know, we were talking about that night, and he says, "What do you got tonight?" I said, "Well, I got to coach my son's soccer practice." And he says, we, you know, I don't care, ABC News, I don't care what else is going on. That's the most important thing you're going to do today. All this other stuff's bullshit. That's what he says to me. And I just said, well, no, I mean, it's like, this is big. This is impactful. He says, Craig, coaching your son's soccer team is what your kid's going to remember, that you were home, that you were, he's not going to care or remember that you were on TV about your ministry and none of that stuff will matter if you don't make it a priority to be at home and do those things. And so it's kind of that idea that we wrote this book on on just finding those little things and 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 rejoicing in those. And I think a lot of times we can go, "Why well, I can't solve, you know, the water crisis. I can't solve the find a cure for cancer." But what about if you just wore pink in the month of October? What about if you just gave up your birthday for clean water? And sometimes I think we go, oh, well, yeah, but that's just like, those are small things. But it's a number of people doing those small things that I think is what changes the world. So this book goes small in it. I kind of talk about how I, um, I mean, I was forced into this. If, if I'm just going to be completely honest, I'm sitting in New York last summer i'm not feeling good i sit with a friend of mine and i just said man I've, I've been to every specialist they thought i had ms then they thought i had seizures then they thought you know i mean I, every blood test imaginable and everyone says i'm fine but deep down inside i i said i'm, I'm not fine and this buddy of mine says craig you must decrease so he can increase it's some bible verse in john 10. And he says, you know, I'm a lot like you, Craig. Like, you think the world needs you. You think your ministry needs you. And he says, why don't you take a back seat? Why don't you just slow down and hit pause? Life's not an emergency. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? He says, well, stop traveling. Be home. Take a break. You've been running this thing for, for years, and have you ever slowed down? You just go, 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 and I think eventually something might be wrong with you. 
but what about just kind of hidden pause? One of the hardest things I've ever done. I sent an email to Michelle who works on all our, you know, all our stuff. I said, Michelle, from August to January, I'm not going to speak. I'm going to be home every weekend. Don't accept any other invitations and cancel everything that's out there. And she wrote back and said, that's the best email I've ever received from you. And it was kind of weird where once I decided to do that, a lot of people around me were like, it's about time or I'm glad you're deciding to do this. And let me tell you, there were days that I was still sick. There were days that I didn't have any energy. There was days that I felt fine. But that whole fall, something that I realized was the things that you miss when you go so fast. And it's weird. I was at Chicago airport last week. If you've ever been there, there's this giant tunnel underground. They play music on it. And it's, it's really weird because it's annoying because we're so used to just noise and there's the people mover. And I didn't, I had like two hours, so I wasn't rushed. And there's all these lights. It kind of looks cool, but it's so loud. And I had my headphones on, so that noise didn't bother me. But I just, instead of walking on the people mover, I just rolled over to the right side where the old people stand, put my hand on this rail, and on both people movers, in between the B and C terminal, I just stood still. It drove me nuts. I was like, no, I mean, I got I didn't need to get anywhere. And just sitting there, everyone's walking past me, hitting me with their luggage and looking at me like something's wrong with me because I'm just not moving. And in the craziness of the airport, it was like something beautiful where you just kind of sat there and goes, and I can just stop. This thing's doing all the work for me. I don't even have to move my feet. Why would I want to move my feet? I'm just taking a break. And it felt good. It felt good for me all fall to just not go and get on a plane, not go. And, and I, I learned a lot. There's a lot of stuff that my friend Adam and I write about in this book. So it's very personal um, for me. Uh, I thought I was writing it for people that aren't like me. I think at the end of the day, I wrote this book for me. And, you know, you finish it, it comes out, you know, forever later. So I just reread it on the plane the other day. And I just sat there and goes, man, this is what I need again to just be reminded of. Just the small things. I tell the story in the book and Adam found it because uh, he's a genius. And um, I mean, I'm good at like the TMZ stuff. So anything you read about the book for pop culture, TMZ, that's me. Anything historic or anything really profound, that's Adam. And so um, he, he, it's just crazy. There's a story about a flower. And it's called the queen of the night. You can Google it. I don't know even the real word, what it's described as. But anyways, the queen of the night is what the, the slang term is. And it's a cactus. And this cactus is just this ugly cactus that you'd find in like Arizona or New Mexico. It's green. It's thorny. But one night a year, it blooms and blossoms into this amazing white flower. 
for less than five hours, it shows its true colors. It shows its true beauty. Most of the time in the middle of the night when no one's awake to even see it. There's video renderings of this on YouTube. It's fascinating. And then it shrinks back up and goes to a cactus and it just sits there for another 365 days. People like me go, well, what? That's just such a waste. Like, why wouldn't it just be cool all the time? Or, uh, you know, in the day where I could see it. But God knew what he was doing. And this thing's beautiful. And even if it's only for one night a year, it shows its true colors, its true beauty. And that's enough. So whatever you're going through and you think you're not doing enough for the Lord, you think you're not involved in things that changing the world. Man, if you're raising kids, you're changing the world with your kids and you pouring into your kids. If you're headed to work and you think that's just, you know, why are you doing that? Or what, you know, you're not even passionate about that. You're maybe doing something more meaningful in the relationships that you're building or the same Starbucks you visit every day to work and see those people. Don't, don't just buy into just big is better. And I'm not saying don't go do things that are important. But God doesn't care about your size, your status, or your success. God can do extraordinary things through everyday ordinary things that sometimes we just skip over. So that's the plug for the book. It's called Go Small. I hope you read it. I hope you like it. I hope you win the car because I got to get this thing out of my garage. Um, hey, it could be yours. But more than that, if you'd like the book, all that, share it on social, uh, share the videos, all that, gosmallbook.com. We'll be back in two weeks, whole nother podcast, talking about some of the new things that, that are going on. And by that time, hopefully we get a new Triple X shirt site. Thanks for Triple listening.